The Bo Show is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Brought to you by GSL GM City, your Cadillac Advantage dealership and home of Calgary's largest selection of new and pre-owned Cadillacs. Check out GSL GM City's entire Cadillac lineup in the showroom and online. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Welcome back to The Bo Show after a little hiatus. I've got my Flames jersey on. And, uh... I turned it on. Now can we hear? You can, but you're on this You're part. on that one right there. All right, so you want to turn that one off? That's, what, that's why I keep turning it off. <laughs> this is what happens when you take a couple weeks break. You forget everything. You forget everything. You forget how everything works. Uh, yeah, a couple week hiatus there. I've got my Flames jersey on, but the boys in front of me are not happy with me. So, um... I'm not... Okay, I okay, just... Right. I Kerr, noticed, Kerr is I not. noticed <laughs> it. You're a little bit more incredulous. I, I will describe, and then you... Mm-hmm. you he has a Calgary Flames Bo Levi Mitchell jersey mm-hmm. with the sleeves cut off, to which you... But, hold on, before before we continue that, <laughs> let's make sure we describe this correctly. I need to post a, post a picture. The the way I cut the jerseys off the, is underneath the numbers, Yeah. so they're still down to my elbows, and from there on the regular jersey, it's all black. So that's why I still have a long sleeve, all black shirt on. It looks but, like you tried to make a halter top out of it. <laughs> I look, I, I've been told I look good in a halter top. <laughs> you don't cut the sleeve. Look, if you're a goalie, you would slit them. Kay. You'd slit them up, but you wouldn't cut them off. So that What if you're a quarterback? You would roll <laughs> them up. You would roll them up very neatly. You don't. Okay, so I got this jersey in 2012, my rookie year. They brought us here, and Kevin Glenn was the quarterback then, and his jersey fit him. They got mm-hmm. him at large. Mm-hmm. They bought me a six-foot-tall quarterback, an extra-large, mm-hmm. and the sleeves hang past my fingertips. Yeah. You roll them up. You don't take scissors and deface the jersey. You it's don't not do that. De- it's not defacing the jersey. I didn't, yes, I didn't, it is. I didn't color the there sea are, a different color. Or there cut, are threads coming out of the sh- <laughs> There's threads there. It's not, it's not even like you did it in a, a straight <laughs> line. Right. There's like little curves in it. You're putting me in the same category as Justin Bieber stepping on the logo. Wow. First well, of all, the Blackhawks logo. First of all, was, uh, look, respect for you being able to make that pull. That's that's pretty, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of respect for that. No, I wouldn't put you in that, I wouldn't put you in that category. All right. I, I as long as I'm not in the Justin Bieber category, I'll take it. No, no, you're not. I'll go buy a New Jersey today. Yeah, just a little uh, point of clarification, though. Uh, Ixnay on the Eber A, uh, fan A over here. So oh, I'm not yeah. a Bieber. F- I, I really enjoyed his last album. I guess. No, no, no. Just this, Justin. <laughs> I, it's, Pat it's Cyber not breaking news. It's not breaking news. No, it's, it's definitely. Not so everybody else out there knows this. Yeah, it's been. I've been made fun of before. Oh man. Hey, Will. Can, uh, coming in from the next break, can you make sure we get a Bieber song? Absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We appreciate that. Hey, on before we go there, oh, we got live. We got live of Pat at a Bieber concert. I can't contain myself. Oh man! Uh, so this weekend we've got <laughs> we've got wild card weekend in the NFL. But first, let's talk a little bit of CFL. Uh, a lot of big news just today. Wow! Um, you know, mainly with a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli resigns in Hamilton um, as their number one guy. You know, Zach Claros gets traded over to Sask, um, and I don't know if they've reached. I don't think they've reached uh, terms yet. Not in there Sask. is not. It hasn't been reported yeah. yet. No, but. Um, James Franklin does does get uh, – they've agreed to terms in Toronto. Um, and I haven't heard the numbers on either one of them, on Masoli or Franklin. 
but because the numbers would tell us whether or not basically if Ricky's coming back. You have to think, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you don't want to tie. What are you going to tie up? Seven hundred thousand dollars of cap space, or eight hundred thousand dollars of cap in, space in one two position? Guys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting to me. I wonder if it's uh, see because he's a free agent though, I or he was a free agent. I would say that he wouldn't have signed a, a low contract. You know, he might sign like a medium one, and he's got a lot of play time depending on whether or not Ricky comes back. But. Um, I mean, the reason Franklin left Edmonton is because he doesn't want to be behind anybody. Yeah. You know, so yep. uh, interesting to see. I mean, if if he's signing that quickly, I would say I would say there had to be some some pretty strong words from their side saying, "Hey, you're going to be the guy." That was Will's point earlier that it, James Franklin did not want to come back to Edmonton because he did not want to be a backup. So if he had some NFL interest and maybe it didn't work out, but then he signs in Toronto, I think it's a fair pull to make that maybe it is an indication of where Ricky was. But the better question to you is, in in a similar position, would you be prepared to go there knowing that there is an end in sight for Ray as opposed to playing behind, you know, uh, Mike in Edmonton? He's the guy, and he's the guy for the foreseeable future. I would say it depends on my age, depends on my experience. Like, if I was – for for lack of a better person, just because I know him so, if I was Buckley, a guy that, you know, is a young guy hasn't got his starts yet, it's different. But I think uh, I think Franklin's kind of proven, and people know around the league, like, hey, this guy is th- a guy. Mm-hmm. He needs to be starting. Um, so for him, if I'm seeing myself that way as well, I, I don't really see myself going to back anybody up. So um, even though they traded his rights over to Toronto, I would I would taking a strong consideration what Toronto says and tells me, but I would say the fact that he signed this fast, that yeah. is a pretty strong indication, Rick. He's probably not coming back. Right. Um, which is good for Rick, man. I mean, going out on top. It's a, you know, Henry did it last year. It's it's what Ricky deserves, uh, being the guy he's been in this league for such a long time. Um, Saskatchewan cuts Kevin Glenn. Bigger story on that. Does Edmonton sign him? <laughs> if he does... Okay, does Edmonton sign him out of the most CFL move ever just to allow him to play for all nine teams? So he can have all nine hats <laughs> yeah. and, and choose his hat when he retires. It, it is part of our culture, right? I, I, I mean, would agree. You look, at, you look at the Matt Dunnigan career trajectory. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no shortage of guys, even coaches. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of coaches that have got, you know, outfits or, or uh, you know, track suits from all the squads. Yeah. And yeah. besides that, the realistic part is who's there if, if Mike goes down That's, and Mike gets hurt. I know Daniel yep. Bryan's there, uh, okay. who the played a little bit over in <laughs> played That's a little exactly bit over was. in Ottawa. <laughs> um, I, I respect Daniel Bryan. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I haven't, I haven't got to see him enough, but he did good when he played in Ottawa. Uh, but I mean, as as Edmonton, I think you decide. I mean. Why not have an insurance policy? And that's what Kev's been the last couple of years. Um, is he at 39, though? I mean, he didn't play terrible. He won games in Saskatchewan yeah, this year. he did win games. But he didn't finish the season. I mean, that's not but fair. But is that he because did. of a young emerging quarterback? He started the East Division final and then was replaced after being really well, ineffective by Brandon Since I Bridge. just painted myself into a corner, I'll say this. Is he or, you know, the fact that they went out and got Zach Caleros, yeah. are they comfortable in Bridge? You know, really, who was he playing? You know, was he that much further ahead? You know, or did they have to go out and get somebody? Yeah, he played ahead of, of Kevin Glenn, but we had to get somebody else. Yeah. I painted myself into a corner. I don't know. No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I'm – I'm uh, – I mean, because I'm, I'm biased towards Zach. I think you know that. I think yeah. I told the fans that. Yeah. Um, 
I have become a little bit more of a believer in Bridge over these last few games towards the latter half of that season. But my question is, what was Bridge told when he signed? That's what I want to know. When, when he, he signed, signed his When deals. he signed his contract, yeah. was he told he's going to be the guy? Was he told, hey, we're going to bring another quarterback in? Well, I mean, I don't know, but I can't think that they just accidentally stumbled upon Zach Caleros this week, right? There was reporting from Rash Madani that they tried to do something midseason, did they not? Or yep. was that Toronto that tried to do something with Caleros? Both, both Saskatchewan and Toronto okay. were in conversation with Hamilton in at season. the deadline. Toronto, yeah. Toronto, I don't know if you heard this, but Justin Dunk said Toronto had what Hamilton, what Saskatchewan gave him, and four Canadians or three Canadians they were willing to trade to Hamilton for Caleros, but Hamilton said, no, we think we can make the playoffs here. We want to have two quarterbacks and, and held firm on that and now only got the pick as opposed to some Canadian players too, which I thought was interesting as well. Wow. Four, can, three or four Canadian players yeah. and the 10th pick? And a pick, pick. yeah. Damn. That's, uh, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I, I think – I think GMs, everybody out there, out there, out there knows who Zach is and what he can do again. Uh, you know, given the right opportunity, given the right, you know, position. I think he was in a pretty bad position last year. Mm-hmm. Not saying anything against Hamilton's team, and I know, I know Masoli came in and played great, and he did a good job leading to wins in a different way. Um, but the quarterback that I believe Zach is is a pocket passer who can get out um, and make plays on his own when he needs to. I just don't think at the time he had the receivers to do it. You know, I know Banks Banks came back basically to be Brandon Banks, the guy we all remember as Speedy B. Um, and Saunders definitely came into his own there at the end. But um, I just remember one game looking around, and there was four receivers underneath 5'8", and I was like, there's no way you can get the job done with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. We'll yeah, see. you talked a lot about that. When you have, you know, a height disadvantage like that, it's difficult. Well, that's typically your advantage on offense is you're bigger than DBs. Right. You know, so when you're not – that creates a pretty big disadvantage, you know. Trying to throw over a six foot four linebacker Absolutely. and get it down into a hole to a five foot eight guy is not easy to do. So um, tough to climb the ladder too, yeah. right? Oh, when, yeah. You're, when you're going up against taller guys, yeah, and tough to trust to put the you know jump balls out there for mm-hmm. a guy every now and then. Here's a here's a question about Kevin Glenn. Is he because you played with him? You were a teammate with him. Yep. Is he? the type of guy that you want to have in that locker room is like, is he the, the veteran voice that, that is there kind of as almost a second coach? Like a lot of people sell a second quarterback coach. Like a lot of people have talked about, he's 39. He's been in the league for a long time. Like, does he, does he take on that role? Well, um, I mean, so I'm in a little bit of a bad position to answer that question because when he came into Calgary, so the only only thing I know him from is you were behind him on the depth chart, right? I was behind him on the depth chart, but, Drew was on that bubble of being the guy. Yeah. You know, it, he wasn't going into a place where they had a guy. So I think Kev, you know, kind of came into our locker room and saw that Drew wasn't the most outspoken person. He wasn't the biggest leader on the team. And I think Kev kind of saw that as an advantage and said, I can show the team I can be the leader. And so he definitely, like, took over. Now, I think if you're going into Edmonton, I don't think he uses right. that same voice. But Kev, is a, he's a great locker room guy. Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's an outstanding locker room guy. He'll teach the, you know, young quarterbacks in training camp things, you know, maybe that Mike doesn't have time to do. Um, he will definitely be a second quarterback coach, and I can definitely see Kev being a guy that goes into coaching when it's all said and done. So, yeah, yeah I would say he's definitely a guy worthy of picking up for that reason. Okay. Would we agree that, you know, it's it behooves Kevin Glenn to stay in shape, that even if he doesn't get work at training camp, that he would probably be the first call when a guy gets injured and inevitably somebody gets injured, right? Yeah. And they're, and they're, and you're looking for somebody. Yeah. Um, man, I don't, uh, (laughs) 
Kev, Kev's not the most in shape guy in the world okay. in the first place. But <laughs> all right. <laughs> but Kev, Kev, I think he, I think he would be ready. I think he would stay ready and be ready to get get that number called at any moment. Um, I don't know. I, I even what is he, you said he's thirty nine. He'll be thirty nine when the season starts. Yeah, June twelfth, I, I think. I still think. In my heart of hearts, I still see him getting picked up because he was not ineffective last year. He was effective at times. He can win a game and come in for you, win a game if you need to. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll take a break real quick. When we come back, we'll talk wild card weekend. Just a quick update. Uh, the Americans have scored two quick goals with 301. They're trailing Sweden 4-2 in the semifinal of the World Juniors. Canada takes on the Czech Republic 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, you can hear it on 660 News. Of course, the winner of both will play in the gold medal game tomorrow night. So the U.S. storming back late in Buffalo in the third period. USA. We'll get it done. We'll be right back. We'll talk some NFL wildcard weekend here in about five, six minutes. You are listening to both Show on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hey, fans. Your quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell here. When I'm looking to secure the win, I look to my go-to guys. The same should be said for you when you're looking for your next vehicle. Look to GSL DM City to secure the winning deal for your family. That's what I did for my family's vehicle. GSL GM City helped us score a great vehicle and an amazing deal. Make GSL GM City your go-to store. Touchdown, GSL GM City. GSL GM City on the trail beside the bow. Back to the Bo Show with your quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. Brought to you by GSL GM City. They offer lease and finance rates from 0.9%, plus save thousands in cash credits. Visit GSL GM City today, 1720 Bow Trail Southwest, or GSLGMCity.com. Oh, Sportsnet 960, the fan. And all the clubs you get in using my name. I just imagine you think he wakes up and like this DMR song comes on. I would have chosen the better one. I would have chosen the better one. Yeah, he just gets up and starts snapping. I'm not going to lie, I kind of set Pat up with this one, but. Yeah, this is like the worst song you could have chosen. But really? I was hoping he would just start singing on it. better than this. I quite enjoyed the last album. I think he's very musically talented. I think he's uh, got a good handle on uh, song construction. And the last album was really good. And I know that it's very cool whoa, to, whoa. to Did hate you on just Justin drop so- uh, song construction? <laughs> yeah. That's what you just said. It's part yeah. of your defense. As a former His song construction. As, as a, a former, former DJ. I quite you know enjoy this, right? the no. way. Oh, you Yo! know this. <laughs> this is better. May I introduce you, sir? <laughs> DJ Pat Steinberg. Close. 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 The, the one name? and only DJ Powerplay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you didn't uh, know this. <laughs> all right. We are not talking Wild Card Weekend anymore. We are going to talk DJ Powerplay. <laughs> no. That is awesome. School Turn it up to 11. School dancing, on Sportsnet baby. 960, the fan. <laughs> Nobody oh, rocked. Man. Nobody rocked a junior next, high school dance. Next year, at 4 p.m. Better than this guy did. Labor. They, that you gotta is do so me this awesome. One favor, I'm in tears right now. And I try to ask for so little. Next year, Labor Day Classic. You just beaten the Eskimos at home, and you're about to do media, and he comes in. Please bust out a hey DJ Powerplay. <laughs> you don't mind. DJ Powerplay. I might turn into a like a touchdown celebration <laughs> when everybody oh, asks. Can me, you like, please? Oh, DJ Powerplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, it's done. It's done. It's nice. happening. I love it. It's happening. Maybe when you get your core up. <laughs> oh man. Or, or run on yeah. a, run, run run a, a tunnel on game day with like a just bunch of turntables. <laughs> Uh, again, on the ones and twos. Oh man! I don't know. Okay, which is more impressive that you brought out Bieber and the the logo 
and, and stepping on the logo, or that you brought up song construction. Because they're on the same plane, guys. Both of them are really on <laughs> you the like, same plane. You like song, song construction, construction right? is one of the best things I've heard of. So right I now, no, me, no... and, me and Pat are holding up the show. We're waiting for you to kind of step up and do keep, something. Keep waiting. <laughs> keep waiting. You just sit there. Keep I waiting. just sit here. If you haven't been listening uh, to the station. He pulls, out, he pulls out a couple gems every day that I'm like, what? where does your mind go to sometimes? So he'll, he'll surprise us. How about this Lord. one? Don't punish the pig for watching the fox steal the chickens from the roost. <laughs> Yeah, like you busted that Your one, quotes are insane to me. <laughs> and I love when you say him, you're like, you haven't heard that before? <laughs> <laughs> like us yesterday when he said that, I was like, whoa, well, I don't understand that analogy at all. So let's just move on to whatever you were trying to say. <laughs> are we asking milk right. from a goat here? I mean, I guess milk goats give up milk, but you know what I mean? Are we asking for blood from a stone from a group that can't give it, Derek? <laughs> what? <laughs> From a goat. Oh man, you got your own file back there now. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I know is, you do. This is all Will. This no, no, to do that's what I'm me. saying. I think Will's got a file oh, of you some great quotes. Yeah, oh yeah, there's beauties in there. All right, let's jump. <laughs> oh, let's jump to the reason uh, why they why they pay me to be here for this this day. <laughs> Talk some NFL football. Um, we got Wild Card Weekend coming up. I mean, to me, I'm looking at these these four games, and I I don't see upsets happening, but. I mean, let's still talk about them, see if we can't get one of you guys to choose an upset. So I got, I got the 10-6 Chiefs hosting the 9-7 Tennessee Titans. Um, I'll have each, each time I'll have you guys tell me your, your pick and, and maybe just a quick tidbit why, and, yeah. and we'll go from there. So Titans and Chiefs first? Yep. I'll go, I'll go the Chiefs. Yeah. I, I just Tennessee is not a great football team. Like, th- their coach was, if they missed the playoffs, their coach was in danger of getting fired. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, the, yeah. th- there, there's a couple bad teams that made the playoffs in the AFC, and I think Tennessee's one of them. I know they're 9-7, and seven, but they were not in a good division. Marcus Mariota has not taken the next step. I think Kansas City. I don't think KC's a great team. I think they're kind of a middle-of-the-road team, but I think they're better than Tennessee. See, and they're at home. It's tough to win. I, I agree with you. I, I don't see the upset here, but I don't trust Kansas City either. Great start, and then fell right off yep. the rails, right? Was well, it 6-0 and and then six straight losses, yeah. and now they're on a four-game win streak? Yeah. Who yeah. does that remind you of? No idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could saying. not tell you. I'm I have just, no idea who that I'm is. just saying. It's very Eskimos-like. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have Chiefs for, for one reason, one reason only, playmakers. Uh, yeah. Kareem Hunt led the league in rushing. He passed up uh, Todd Gurley right there. The, or was it the other way around? Yeah, Hunt led the league. He the, passed Gurley in the last last part of the season, didn't he? Let me just quickly go back. Or maybe it's the other way around. And then, uh, but right there with Gurley. Yeah, yeah, and then Tyreek Hill. I mean, this this saying gets thrown around a lot, but he truly is the definition of – And you're right, Hunt, Hunt beat uh, Hunt Gurley okay. by 22 yards. Hill truly is the definition of can score every single time he touches the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the one play that comes to mind for me, I don't know, five seconds left in the half and they're 60, 70 yards away. The entire defense is backed up on the goal line. They throw the ball to Tiger Hill about 20 yards past the line of scrimmage. He runs up there, you know, stutters his feet, goes to the sideline, and scores a touchdown. I mean, uh, I just – here, let me, let, me, let me do a little test for you guys real quick. Get in three seconds, uh, when I say go – or I'll ask you the question. Three seconds, you answer the question. Who's the best playmaker on the Tennessee Titans? Mariota. Yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah, who's, who's he got to – Right. And DeMarco Murray's not playing. You're right. I, but I like Henry better, actually. I, I think, do, too. Yeah, but they're been... also going to be without DeMarco Murray. So. Right. Yeah. I, but, I mean, I, I know what you're saying about Mariota hasn't taken a step back. I think there's a little bit of that 
Tampa Bay rivalry there with you because Winston was drafted. When, you know, Winston hasn't taken a step forward right. either. But that, that's yeah. that's he. If they're going to do anything, it'll be on his back. Yeah. Right. And I just I just don't see those plays that have to be made in the playoffs. The 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 catch last year from uh, yeah. Edelman. You know those kind of right. plays. I don't see anybody on their team that can make that kind of play. I see Hunt. I see Hill. Um, if but you're remember, a betting person, was it la- what was it last year that Kansas City in the first week? When was it? Or I'm off by a year. Kansas City had blew the big lead. It was either last year or two years ago, but they've had a hit. They, they've done that. Ago. They've done that twice in recent memory, where they've had big leads. Big and leads. Let it slip. And they've, let it slip. they've had a history of having decent regular seasons and and heartbreaking playoff losses. I think yeah. it was two years ago to Houston. That's what um, it was. Thank but yeah, you. They, yeah, they've had some okay. big time. So I don't know if that really counts. Two years is a little bit distance, but Andy. Well, that's Reed, Houston, though. That's one of the best teams. That's ever. one of the best teams ever. I believe you said. Yeah. yeah ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> ever. Hey, we don't have a top ten draft pick this year, so that means we're doing good. We don't, eh? No. <laughs> okay. Glad to know we don't. <laughs> it's because the Cleveland Browns have it because they traded it for Deshaun Watson, <laughs> the fourth pick of the draft. <laughs> the Browns now have the first and fourth pick of the draft. Um, and we'll find a way to mess it up. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, will they. And we'll they. find a way. Is there an Eric you know what? Uh, who, Ryan Leaf available? The Michigan player. Um, he played both ways, and they drafted him, and he's a, he was a big deal. Oh. What happened um, to him this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, played yeah. linebacker, running back, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. for the Michigan Wolverines. Um, see, that's that's, well, that's how that, much he did this year. I was going to say, I think that's the problem. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, you got Miles Garrett, uh, Jabril Peppers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What did he do this year? Anything hurt? Let's look it up here. I just yeah. All right. So hey, if you're a betting person, you've got three geniuses right here <laughs> telling you uh, to go put go put One some money on DJ the Chiefs. Power play. One of them is DJ Power Play. Uh, if we are wrong, if they do get blown out, which my brother did predict, uh, you can blame uh, DJ Powerplay and Rob Kerr. Okay. So y- your brother <laughs> predicted that Kansas so City would I, get blown out? No, no, no. I called I call my brother. I actually called bo- all three of my brothers. The first two didn't pick up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> call screening, were they? Call, called the, the youngest brother. I said, hey, uh, I was like, give me your picks for this weekend. Let me hear And He's like, all right, first off, blowout. Or not blowout. He said, upset, Tennessee Titans. And I was like, never mind. I don't, I don't want your picks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll okay, come. moving on, moving on. L.A. Rams 11-5 host the Atlanta Falcons 10-6. and what do you think? I, I like the Rams. They, they've they've got a, a devastating uh, a devastating run game with you know, the, the second half of the season for Todd Gurley was out of bounds. I, I like I like what they do offensively. And I, I look Atlanta was in the Super Bowl last year, and they went they they won on Week 17 to get in, and they deserve to be there. I just think the Rams are a, a more complete team, so I'll, I'll take LA over Atlanta. I mean, it might be the best offense in the NFL, right? Yep. When it's healthy, when it's rolling, it <laughs> might be the best offense. And I mean, I I'd like to see Matt Ryan get that redemption. I'd like to see him, yeah. you know, and he he would get redemption if he gets this team to the Super Bowl, regardless of what happens there. It's redemption. Uh, but I just don't see it. I mean, uh, to me, going up to Seattle and just kicking the teeth down the throat of the Seahawks like the Rams did late in the season. That, that, as a matter of fact, I'll go this far. I think they might be the only team out of the eight here that might give somebody next week a run. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the four teams next week, you've got Steelers, you got Patriots, uh, Vikings. And the Eagles. And the Eagles. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the only one I'm worried about. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, Whoever plays better. the Eagles could have a better chance because of Foles. But, I mean, I, Foles, he's not, he's not terrible. He could, be, he could be really hot, and he could throw for five touchdowns. You know, and he could. He could. He could not. He, he could. <laughs> he could. He could <laughs> he not. He could not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've got, 
I've got the LA Rams, and my, my reason is basically each one of these I have kind of a theme. Just one word the reason is team. I mean, I just I can't find the hole in that team where I think this is the glaring reason why they would lose a game. Um, They're also very interesting to me, again, because my brain works this way, that just shows you how really what kind of football market L.A. is. Yeah. This should be a team that you would embrace. This should be a team. Absolutely. This should be a team that young you quarterback, would, young coach, all, all MVP caliber and running back. They just don't seem to care. Yeah. They just don't seem to care. Mm-hmm. And it, is back it, to is it being, because there's just so much going on in LA? You know, like your I, entertainment dollar only goes so far. I think so. I think I think going back to LA services a television need more than a fan base need. Yeah. It always did. See, uh, and that's that's what I've always hated about going to the big cities. It's it's the reason I don't think you really, truly want a hockey team in Houston. Um, I Look at Saskatchewan. You know, yeah. like, it's yeah. the only thing there. And and they sell probably as much merchandise as a lot of NFL teams do. Right. You know, and it's just, I, to me, that's what I look at. So find a city that's looking for something, that needs something, and go there. I think it's absurd that there's two teams there. Let me put it that way. You know, and I think it's absurd that the Rams, I get it. You know, you've been jilted before, and yeah. you've seen this team, and they're now they're back. I, I get all that. But this is a team that I think would be embraced. If they had moved to San Antonio, there's speculation that San yep. Antonio would be. If the, the, oh, This man. would be Texas huge, would be going insane right? over this. Exactly. Absolutely yeah. insane. And I, I just look at this, and I go, well, proof that there this was There would not a, be many Cowboy fans left. I can tell you that. <laughs> hey, trust me, I, trust me. I, I have I a lot of cowboy fans in the, in the family, and they so if, they if change this, quickly. If this team was in San Antonio, it I, would erode the Dallas fan base, or it would erode the Houston fan base. Well, Houston is—they are—they're locked into Houston because of Deshaun Watson. Let me tell you. Okay, let, yeah, fair be, enough. Because yeah, when Deshaun Watson's yeah, playing, yeah. they're a good football team. I mean, yeah, look yeah. at—you got quarterback changes everything. Look yeah, at look at San Fran going five and zero with uh, Garoppolo. With Garoppolo. Yeah. Or or did they? Did they go five and zero with Garoppolo at the end of the year? Right? Yeah, that's what's wrong with that. Well, is it? What's is your it, argument? Is it my like, argument? Is that because they're the playing the out the yeah. strings? It false hope. I mean, how many team? How many of those five games? There was two of those games were against were what you would call meaningful in terms of playoff positioning. <laughs> okay, but did any of those teams take out their starting players? No, no, no. I don't know. I mean, I, I think See, hey, yeah, if, you, I if, you, if you win no, in the NFL, is, you win in the this NFL. This is exactly why we do the Bo Show. This is exactly <laughs> why we do the Bo Show. I know you now well enough to know that what went through your head is, dude just busted out one of those media things <laughs> that they love to say when they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. This is what media makes up. No, five games against nobody. I saw that in your eyes. I saw that in your eyes. I just think if you win in the NFL, you win in the NFL. They won. They won more games in the last five games than six other teams. By the way, the last game they played was against the Rams, who sat everybody, though. Just so you know. And they won. And they won. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, the Rams. The Rams sat everybody. Okay. Goff, I'm saying Goff a win in the NFL is a win in the NFL. Now, now you're okay. playing the Rams. No, I don't think their team is overly stacked to the point where you take out a lot of the starters and they're still a winnable team. I don't think that. Right. But. I still think watching the games, I right. think Garoppolo is a very good quarterback. I think he's going to lead that team to a, a chance to win the division. Okay, year. but th- answer me this question. Okay, who, who, riddle me this. No, based on what you just said, yep. if you win games, who's won more playoff games, Garoppolo or Tim Tebow? <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> no, come on. Has he, got to, has he had Come the on. ability to start a playoff game? Who? Garoppolo, Garoppolo. not yet. No. Wait, could have. 
Wow. Bel- Belichick could have benched Brady. It's possible. Yeah, that is possible. That's true. <laughs> no, he hasn't. No, no. I, I, I see the high ground to you. I think you just exposed me for the fraud that I am. That's Factually, you're correct, though, as Tim Tebow has more playoff uh, yeah. wins than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. It's factually correct. Yeah. I can't comment on Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> what, statue of limitations? Oh, what? man. No. There's just some people out there that love him still, and I don't know why. But, anyways, Anywho. the Rams can go out and get their first playoff win since 2004, you know who, and that's you know what I see love, happening. You know who loves Tim Tebow? Will Nault. He has got like a Florida jersey. He's got a Broncos jersey. He's got a Patriots jersey. He bought a New York Mets jersey. He got Tim a Flames like, jersey with Will. Tebow, and then cut the arms <laughs> off of it. I'm that, saying that's I okay hate so you know. Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, well played, so, Will. Well played. So w- with these picks, basically I'm kind of biased because this next one is – I probably won't – You were biased on the last one too because Cooper Cup plays there. That's true. I wasn't going to say it. I'll let one of you guys say it. Um, <laughs> basically, th- these next two teams, I both want them to win because when's the last time the Rams, the Bills, Jaguars were all in the playoffs? Probably never. At the same time? At the same time. Probably Oof, never. No. But the last time for all these teams was like 12, 13 years ago. I just want to see the, all, all three of these teams win. But, all right, 97 Bills going over to the AFC South champions, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, what do you think? I think I'm going to go against the grain on this one. I'm going Buffalo. You I think right? Buffalo wins on the road. I do not buy Blake Bortles. Uh, I, I, I know that Jacksonville has got a top-five defense. That is a very difficult team to play against, and I know that Shady McCoy is touch-and-go to play this game for Buffalo. Um, but I... I like the Bills. I think that they are uh, they're a team that, that can get the job done defensively too. Uh, I think Calvin Benjamin started to come into his own since since that trade. And I just I do not buy the Jaguars one bit on one side of the football. And I think that's going to be their undoing in this game. I can't, I, 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 I've got the Bills beat I the Jaguars. I assume you're talking about the offensive side of the football. Yes, for, ja- <laughs> for Jacksonville. I, that, that side of the football, I don't buy them. Defensively, 100%. But much less on the offensive side of the ball. Okay. I, you know, I'm going to take the safe pick, and I think the safe pick, believe it or not, is the Jaguars at home. Um, they are a very good defense. I do believe a little bit more in, in Blake Bortles than, than my compadre does. I think he put up some numbers. I was one of those guys that, oh, they won week one against Houston. Ah, well, that's okay. They'll come tumbling back down. They really never came tumbling back down. Now, you can talk about strength of schedule, and I would entertain that conversation. Absolutely. But um, I – you know, we're talking about a Bills club that um, th- three weeks ago, no, four weeks ago, decided that they were going to change their quarterback. Just kind of out of the blue. We're going to change it. And it almost Peter. cost them a playoff spot. Yeah, I, right. I think that's one of the, the biggest BS moves of the entire right. NFL this and year. It, in, in all of this, remember, this is not a team that kicked in the front door, right? This is, you know, thanks to Andy Dalton, right? <laughs> Speaking of thanks to Andy Dalton, $250,000. Mm-hmm. The Bills fans have donated $250,000. Okay. They just, to Andy Dalton. I know, because they got in. They, <laughs> they came and they supported his charity. Absolutely. What he is. Oh, man. You're suggesting he should have got some help from another team? In the, the Toronto I just, fans I just, no, no. I just, Mitchell's <laughs> miracles? What? I wouldn't have hated it, but no. <laughs> no, I just can't believe it. I saw that and I was like, man, like. It's like Tyler Boyd also got like bases. 50 grand, too, who caught the pass. Yeah, the guy who caught the that's pass. That's awesome. I oh, like man. that's a if if that's the way society's moving, I like it. 
you know, with all the trolling that goes on the internet and, you know, kickers having and, and see, you know, the, you're probably too young to remember this, but we had a kicker in, in Regina that had a, a boatload of manure dumped on his lawn. Paul McCollum. Paul yeah, McCollum. When he missed a field goal in the great cup. I heard about right? this. Yeah, okay. This that, was, that was the 13th man one, wasn't it? No, 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 no. No, that was a game BC. BC, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay. seven. And so if uh, society's now decided wide. that they're going to do this kind of, this is great. This is perfect for humanity. If you're going to support a charity because a guy helps your team out. Yeah. That's great. So, but, yeah, but uh, I'm taking Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I've got Jacksonville. Um, my, region is, my reason is A.J. Boyer. I think he's going to be the player of the game. Uh, I, I I agree with Pat. I think it's their defense is what's going to win in this game. Um, Will said earlier, you know, Shady Shady is <laughs> playing but not playing healthy. Um, interesting fact I saw today, the most productive player coming off of the injured report is this entire season is Shady McCoy, Deshaun McCoy. He's the most productive player. He had like over, I want to mm. say it was over 700 yards wow. when coming off an injury where he was more questionable or doubtful for the game. Uh, second was um, Jacksonville's running back, Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, mm. I think, I don't think, uh, I think this is a straight, this is a, the kind of defensive playoff game we're going to see. It's going to be a boring one. I think it's going to be run the ball, uh, field position. Um, and at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to uh, whose defense is better, and I just think it's the Jacks. I don't really – I'm not afraid of anybody's offense. I don't look at one person. LaShawn, LaShawn's probably the one person I look at that says, like, hmm, he yeah. might just break out a 70-yard touchdown run, but right. Fournette can do that as well. Um, there aren't many receivers on either team you're really just overly scared of. But, yeah, I don't know. that's silly for me as a football fan, as a, as a, a guy that loves the sport, that's a game I'm actually looking forward to, and I'm, we'll see who that one uh, – which that one turns out. Uh, all right, so the last one, NFC South rivals. We got 11-5 Panthers at, at the 11-5 Saints. This is to me, this is the biggest toss-up. Really? Yeah, I mean they're they're, right, they're, they're so huge. Matched. Yeah, they're huge rivals. They've always had great games. Uh, there's been teams that have been, you know, the the underdog and uh, and come back to win the games against against the opposite team. I, I don't know. This is one of those games where I don't think I don't think you can really pick. And if you are, you're flipping a coin. Um, but let's hear the bias. I think when Carolina is on, they're a top two, three team in the NFL. And because the playoffs, I'll say that Carolina is going to be on. I'll choose the Panthers over the Saints. But I think this game is, is so close to call. When the Panthers are on, that defense is still pretty darn hard to play against. And when Cam Newton's on, which he has been so Jekyll and Hyde the last two seasons, but when he is Jekyll, if that's the good one, uh, he is as devastating a player in, in the NFL as there is. He he breaks games wide open single-handedly. So because it's a playoff game, uh, I'll say the Panthers are the good Panthers. And when they're good, they're really good. So I'll choose Carolina. It, you're absolutely right, Bo, in terms of flipping a coin. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I thought Carolina was going to steamroll, you know, that great defense in Denver. They didn't. They got no. steamrolled. You know, Peyton Manning managed, a, you know, a champ. You hate that, but yep. there was a guy that managed his second championship. And I, th there's been s there's something about them that has not been the same since. You know, there's something missing there. To Pat's point, when they're on, they're on. But, boy, when they're off, they they can go down in a heap. I think I'm going to play it safe and just take the home side in this one. I think New Orleans has had a really nice season. Maybe it's a bit, a bit, a bit of a surprise for some. I don't know. 
Uh, but they've got a you know quarterback with a winning pedigree. I it is really a flip of the coin. If Carolina wins this, I will not be surprised. But I'll go with New Orleans. Yeah, I agree. I'm going. I'm going Saints. Uh, you know, home team. I think they play awesome at home. Um, and for me, the reason is who that. It's Drew Brees. Yep. You know, he's a guy that uh, he can create something out of nothing. Um, and you know he might he might lose the game also, but he's gonna go for it. And that's what I like about him. Um, I I just see I I agree with Pat. I see Cam as he's either gonna go out and win the game for the Panthers, or he's gonna go out and lose the game for him. Um, this is probably don't you think of the matchups, guys? This is the most quarterback centric of the four this week. Uh, the most quarterbacks. You don't uh, you don't think it's Tyrod Taylor versus Blake Bortles? <laughs> <laughs> no. I do not. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I, I say that or golf. Goff, Goff and, Ryan. Uh, and Ryan. Okay. Yeah, I yeah know, but, I, but I, I think I think the game turns on the 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 fate of the quarterback. More. The game's decided See, d- d- by this one. Yeah. Just Carolina, just in the, I agree with Matty Ice, like Matty Ryan, but yeah, LA, but Goff doesn't have to go win the game. No, Gurley can do it. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, Cooper can do it, or whoever can do it. Right. You know, he has those kind of weapons. Not to suggest Carolina and New Orleans don't have weapons, but their quarterbacks are high profile. High risk, high reward guys. Yep. That to your point, I both of them could have. In the case of Newton, might have the game in his feet, and Breeze could have the game in his arm. Right? Yeah. You know, at the end of it. I mean, Saints. The Saints have a chance to have the offensive and rookie. Oh, uh, sorry, offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. Yep. In my opinion, Alvin Kamara and, and Lattimore on defense. Um, I think that's what scares me. If I'm playing the Saints, I'm looking at them and saying. Here's a here's a passing football team that has uh, two running backs that can run the ball yep. at any moment, and that's that scares the living crap out of you because yep. you kind of know what you're getting with the Panthers. Uh, you're getting a lot of zone read. You're getting some quick play action with some you know pop passes over the top. You know trying to bring linebacker down, throw it over his head to a tight end. Um, you're getting a lot of screens, um, but with the Saints, I don't think you have any idea of what you're about to get. You know, it's the ball can be thrown on any any quadrant of the field at any time, and, and mm-hmm. that's uh, that's scary, uh, especially coming into the playoffs. Um, another thing I like about the Saints, man, is, is there's a chance they're going for it on fourth downs, fake punts, fake kickoffs, if you will, onside kickoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's something I love about a playoff team is it, it, and, and that and that head coach is that he's just not afraid to do it, and uh, and I think that's what wins some playoff games, and uh, we'll see if that's what gets it done. Uh, we will take a quick break here, come back. We'll talk uh, for a few minutes, and then I'll let these guys start talking about some hockey, and I'll go get have a drink or two. I'll point out the Americans did not make it all the way back. Sweden knocking off Team USA 4-2, the World Juniors. They move on to the final. They'll play the winner of Canada and the Czech Republic. You can hear that game, Canada and the Czechs, at 6 o'clock on 660 News. Tomorrow we will have the gold medal game for you at 6 o'clock from the World Junior Championships. We'll be right back on Bo's show on Sportsnet 960 Defend. Back to the Bo Show with your quarterback, Bo Levi-Mitchell. Brought to you by GSL GM City. They offer lease and finance rates from 0.9%, plus save thousands in cash credits. Visit GSL GM City today, 1720 Bow Trail Southwest, or GSLGMCity.com. Sportsnet 960, the fan. The Bo Show Big Guest Sponsorship for SML Entertainment. Pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. With five locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details. This is probably the best song on the album. (laughs) That's that's the exact reason that it was not a good album. 
Welcome back to the Bo Show. Uh, we are here just two hours before the Flames. Can't say kickoff. Drop the puck. Kickoff works. Kick off the sec- uh, kick off the 2018 portion of the schedule. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of GSL GM City, though, just a second ago, real quick, I was over at GSL earlier today, mm-hmm. um, and I was very tempted <laughs> to get a summer toy. Uh, a GMC 2018 GMC Sierra that was supercharged and has 590 horsepower. Now the problem is, is that car will get taken from me in, within a month because of the amount of tickets I get. I was going to say, like that is a that is a speeding ticket machine. Man, but he popped the hood and showed me the supercharge. Like, because I, I didn't understand how they did supercharge. It basically just pumps extra air and creates a bigger explosion and whatnot. Uh, but like showed it to me, and he's like, man, you should hear the whistle on it. He turns it on, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> The wife was like, let's go. Get out. <laughs> go. Go. Um, yes, but my two big guests of the yeah, week yeah. is Rob Kerr himself and DJ Powerplay. <laughs> That's the real big guest. <laughs> that is, there's none bigger. There's none Might bigger. be the greatest nickname ever from now on. I'll never call you Pat again. <laughs> I, um, you're shocked you didn't know that it. already. Man, so uh, real quick, we talked we talked CFL, we talked NFL. Uh, I've only got a couple of minutes, anyways. Let's yep. talk uh, national championship. Well, how are we feeling Bama, about that? Georgia. Yep. Mm. Alabama is gonna roll them after so. what they after what they just did to Clemson and what I don't like. I don't know if you guys watched the the all, all both like you know all four quarters of both games, but like you had one game that was. Back and forth, touchdown, yeah, touchdown, yeah, touchdown, yeah. touchdown, touchdown. And you're like, this is a and CFL then one like. game, yeah, and and then one game that was complete and utter dominance yeah. from start to finish. Clemson looked awful, and that that led to the lopsided nature of it. But you know, my biggest question about the Crimson Tide coming in was all those players that were hurt defensively, and and they just did not look like the dominant defense that we have come to know under Nick Saban. They looked like that in the Sugar Bowl. They crushed the number one team in the nation. Crushed yeah. them. And and Georgia had to play the game of their season to, to beat Oklahoma. And they, they, they deserved to win and they made a huge play in overtime blocking a field goal and all of that. But I and the the, the, some of the stats and Nick Saban against his uh, former assistants are staggering. Eleven and zero. Yeah, it's it's stupid how good he is again. But taking that out of it, I just think from a football perspective, I don't think Georgia's as good as t- good a team. Yeah, I, I think Alabama's going to win and win big. I, look, I, to <laughs> me, I'm more interested in the business of this. Will it attract eyeballs? Yeah. I mean, there's this now this debate about college football on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day sort of thing. You know, which. It's got to be a New Year's Day thing. I, I don't think you should be programming up on New Year's Eve anyway. No, nah, people are already getting drunk and thinking about their night of what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does this bring a lot of eyeballs? I think so. I think Alabama is a good draw. I think people know it. I think they're the, the you know the, the Yankees, the Dallas Cowboys of college football. You don't have to have it, an affiliation necessarily to root against them. Yeah. Uh, but what will Georgia bring to the table? And does anybody believe in Georgia? Uh, I do. You do? I, I do, and I'll tell you why. Football is a game of, of stories, of underdogs all the time winning games. And I have two people on that team. The reason why I think they're going to win this game is because of a true freshman quarterback who when I watch him, I'm like, that guy is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch Baker Mayfield, and I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a great playmaker. I'm not going to say anything against him. But that the Georgia quarterback can throw the football, and I love it. I love the way he is throwing motion, the, the way the ball comes out. His quick decision-making, I think he makes things happen. I think it's fun to watch. Um, and the other reason is Calgary Stampeders wide receiver, Mark and Michelle, Little's brother, Sony Michelle. 
That guy is a baller. Okay. Six rushes for 130 yards, two touchdowns in, I think, the first half, and then he ended up with four touchdowns total. Um, I mean, the, the thing that scares me is you're talking about Nick Saban against a true freshman quarterback. Yes, I understand that, but um, I would have said the same thing last year. Everybody talked up Deshaun Watson, um, and that Alabama team was good. And, uh, and, you know, Clemson came out and got it done. And I think – this is that kind of story that I can see. I can just see happening. You know what I mean? I can just, I can post, I can see the headlines, and it's true freshman quarterback wins the national championship against Alabama. Um, is it likely? No, but that's what I'm hoping for. I, I hope you're right because I don't like Nick Saban, and I like it when Alabama. What you don't loses. like it when he's screaming at a coordinator late <sighs> in the game and when they're up what three touchdowns yeah. and he's re- reaming a guy out? Like, come on. Yeah, I don't. But like, games also like in Atlanta, by the way. Win. Yes, it is in Atlanta, which gives Georgia a, a nice little yeah. advantage. Although, Alabama, like you know, roll tide, they'll travel. It'll oh, they'll be, it'll travel. be fifty. They'll 50. travel well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. what do you think now? Should, what, should what, this have been Central Florida? Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Central, that's the question. Central Florida is holding a parade and raising a banner and, and putting claim on the national championship because they're the only undefeated team in the nation. Disney I will gave tell a parade. You, that quarterback yeah. would get absolutely rolled by Alabama. I mean, they just they, they they played well against Auburn, a team that beat Alabama. The first half, he was three of seventeen. I know. I know. Three of seventeen. <laughs> that guy cannot throw the football. Now, I'll give it to you. He at the the second half, he made plays. He made Johnny Manziel type plays, where I'm gonna I'm gonna run around and flick the ball. And I know they showed the highlights of him throwing his frisbee. Yeah. Um, and he made some some cool throws. I don't think you do that against the disciplined team of Alabama. I mean, hey, but that's that's what I'm Sa- hoping happens with Georgia, so I don't know. Let, let's look, Come on, we're all adults here. Saban would destroy this guy. Yeah. They, they would destroy that team. Great story, fantastic. I understand the BCS, where the college system doesn't allow the playoff format. They were never they were never going to be it. They're not big enough. They're not, a, you know. Well, their strength of schedule is off. Well, that's they, what they, they beat say, nobody right? until they beat Auburn. And, and that's great. But if you want to play the old game, but you know Alabama lost to Auburn, who lost to Central Florida, which yeah. must mean Central Florida is the best. Okay, so <laughs> the bigger question is: Does the playoff format need to go to eight teams? Absolutely, it needs to go to sixteen. It needs, I, yeah. think it needs I to mean, go. honestly, you like, you get to sixteen, and now you're talking about some great stories, so some they're great in upsets. Then. Yeah, they're they in there. there yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, do the, I still don't? I don't know if they make it, but I mean, they beat Auburn to get there. Well, so. they get to the if they're undefeated, they would get to the sixteen. You'd have to get yeah. Oh, that, no, right? for sure. 100%. Oh, sorry, sorry. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, yeah, well, I'm there yeah, right. I don't and know how far they it, make it after part that. Part of it is Auburn loses in the SEC title game to Georgia. Auburn right. misses out on being one of the four playoff teams. Like, oh, we're playing in this game, like against Central Florida. I guarantee it's the same reason why Saban got absolutely stomped by Urban Meyer in Utah, like, what, like in 09 Sugar Bowl, whatever it was. It's because Alabama missed we out on play for the, It's like, well, we want to yeah. play for the national yeah. championship, yeah, 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 not yeah, yeah. this secondary bowl. This is this is Central Florida's like well, biggest game in their school's we're history. Just, we're yeah. just watching the World Juniors, and I mean, how many really good teams win a bronze medal, right? Yeah, it never happens. I came here to win a gold medal. I don't care about the bronze. Right. That's exactly what you're talking about. I yeah, I'm all for a, I, I you know, to me, it's always been, I, I've always been fascinated from a psychological standpoint of the how bent out of shape fans get about college football with a, such a screwed up playoff system. Yeah. Right. It just always seems so many question marks and so many. You never answered the true question: Who is the best team in football? And that yeah. makes, I think they got the right four teams. That makes Mike Leach the smartest person in the room. <laughs> that whole rant he went on about college playoffs. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 
if you haven't seen that, make sure you look up uh, Mike Leach's uh, his speech or rants on uh, college football playoffs and why it should be there. And uh, I think you'll agree, especially if you're somebody that doesn't think this should expand it. But it's definitely should happen. I think it's going to happen pretty soon. Um, but we got to get let these guys start talking about some hockey. I got to go have a beverage or so so I can watch the game. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back next Thursday um, on the Bo Show. If if Gibby's listening down at the Fanatic, can you? We've got a <laughs> we a new jersey, got a jersey emergency here. Can you come over? Yeah, put nineteen Mitchell on the back, and I'll come wear it. There you go. Thanks, Bo. But you listen to the Bo Show on Sports Nine Sixty Fan Top Titty Hell Yeah. Rob, go ahead. I can't start without it. <laughs> uh, coming up, it's Flames and Five for Pete DePlumber, the superhero of residential plumbing and heating. Chris Johnson's our NHL insider, senior hockey writer from Sportsnet. He'll join us a little later on. Pat wrote a really interesting article today about how little the Flames have led this season. What does it mean? Well, we'll hear from a couple of Flames on that topic. And, of course, we'll bring you the World Junior Report. Canada getting set to take on the Czechs. The winner of that game will play the Swedes tomorrow in the final. The Americans are going to play for the bronze. It's all coming up here on your home of the Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. The Bo Show Big Guest Sponsorship for SML Entertainment. Pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. With five locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details.